Conversation Hat Podcast. Welcome to the Conversation Hat Podcast. It's a podcast for geeks, artists, and terrible people. I honestly can't remember if I pre-record the um, the intro for this. Not sure. We'll find out. I'm going to go with no. Uh, my name is Liam. I mean, you're recording it now. That's true. That was Ben. He's also here. Um, I am. We are Liam. Together, we are Liam and Ben. Um, we're talking about puberty today. Um, for some reason. We are here. A testament to the fact that maybe we shouldn't come up with live stream concepts on in the pub. But uh, here we are nonetheless. Um, so we, I, I got here, Ben, to, to start us off. <laughs> when did you discover your first pube? <laughs> I'm still waiting. You're still waiting? Does your face <laughs> still not Still waiting. You, like, facial hair counts as pube hair, technically. That's the thing. When it comes in. Because it's, it's through puberty. It's not yeah. on your pubis. Correct. But if your armpit hair counts as pubes, yeah. then your face hair mm -hmm. must also. also count yeah, as definitely. pubes. Yeah. And then you've got... Is there a name for the inconvenient body hair, like uh, nose hair, ear hair, that kind of thing? Bastard hair. Bastard hair. Yeah, I think that's fair. This is a thing. Now, this, this is the thing. I didn't think that we would get onto this quite so soon, but we have. Oh. As, as, as men folk, Liam and I, mm -hmm. there's, there's always a thing. That comedians, I would say, over the age of about 35, have always said, no one's ever told me that your balls keep growing or they will dangle longer. Yeah. And I don't think that that's true of them saying that because every comedian over 35 who has a penis has told me this. Yes. But then that's good. That's how you, that's how you disseminate information into the world through stand-up. It's how you learn. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I, I was, when I was told that you were growing up when you were 18... Okay. And that's, I thought that then my body stopped. Right. You know, okay. You're 18, there you are. You'll get a bit wrinkly, you might get fat, but that's you. That's so, it. Done. So, would all of that then, stuff happen on like the, the 360 whatever day of you being 17, just overnight? Your, uh, your balls drop, your voice drops, uh, you grow hair everywhere, and you just wake up and you're a grown up. Don't be so silly. Listen to what I'm saying. That's when no, you I stop. Refuse. That's you're 18. You are done. You are a grown up. You oh, that's are when you finish. Gotcha. That's when you finish. That makes a bit and more And then sense. that's you for the okay. rest of your days. Yeah. Uh, but then I like. Oh no! Some people, you know, 21. Your body's still developing. Yeah, blah, you're blah, still blah. Developing. So, Okay. 21 then. Yeah. But and that I thought that that was that was it. Yeah. But I'm. I now understand that is not true oh. and I begin to oh. understand why like six-year-olds think that people in their 40s are basically dead yeah 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 because people make only only uh, comedians of a certain gender and age will tell you that balls get danglier yeah no one ever sort of prepared like, yeah, there's going to be weird hairs popping up just anywhere. Just anywhere. That whole puberty Wherever. thing where hair grow, that keeps going. Just more spaced out. I think one, one of the... Like, I, I've, I, I've hung, I hung on to my early 20s pretty well, I think. Yeah. But I'm now 31 
And if I keep up this rate of decay, I'm going to be a pile of ash by the time I'm 36. Yeah. It's eyebrow hairs. Have you got old man eyebrow hairs? You just get, I think, one every two weeks, you'll just get an eyebrow hair that... <laughs> I've not got... I've not four got times longer than everything else. Um, it's I weird. Think, no, one told, think, no one told you those bits. No, I think one of the fundamental... It's still happening. It's bollocks. I think what... The huge mistake we make when we tell, when we teach young people or indeed anyone about puberty and the human body and aging, we, we always tend to tell people that things happen in stages. So like, as you say, you, you get to 18 and that's when you're an adult and most of the things that are going to happen to you have basically happened. And like, in terms of like your height, your overall general amount of like body hair is kind of there, but like you are going to continue to change. And I think I think that's a mistake. I think it's fine to talk about puberty because that's the the biggest change that happens in your life. But humans don't just get to be one thing and then stay there. Like life is a constant body change. Struggle. Like, and I think this this ties into um, you know the phrase body positivity. I, I think something that that is more important is body neutrality like your body doesn't matter it's just the vessel that carries around your brain and whatever your hands can do like and in, <laughs> and in some like corners of the internet what your feet can do as well like your body is just a vessel and it's important that you're functional and, and nothing else really matters and if you're fat who cares can you walk upstairs well done your body's fine like I I and when we see like fucking whatever Hemsworth in films, like completely ripped and like gorgeous looking, that he doesn't look like that most of the time. Most of the time he's just a normal dude. He's got a dad bod yeah. most of the time, but when he goes on sets, he, he has to buff out to be like the, this Adonis godlike character. But well, they've, they've, and that's like when you go out them, when sorry. when you have like a um what models tend to do is they, they will go to the gym and like do press ups and like um, upper body weights the morning of a photo shoot so that they look ripped for the photo shoot because that's how short term some of these changes can be so I think we got to start teaching kids that your body's just always going to change you like how you look now well fucking don't don't worry about it you are going to perpetually change you're not going to buy a pair of uh, trousers that fit you for your entire life like every 10 years, you're just going to be a different person. So don't stress about it. It's just going to happen. And like that, that can't possibly be any more traumatic than learning what periods are, right? Kids have already got to deal with that impending disaster in the trousers. So like, let's just tell them that nothing is permanent, you know? I was about to say, and well, you'll probably you always hate yourself. Bit, so fuck it. It doesn't matter. What you have essentially described in that last segment... Was, I really went off on one. We're all doc We're all Doctor Who. Yeah, yeah. We're all Doctor Who and even if we're tenant when we're crying and sad and breaking everyone's heart by saying they don't want to go, you're gonna turn into Matt Smith. You won't like it straight away, but then it will be good. You've you've, you've struck on something there. Because just like Doctor Who, no one will really no one will get in your way no one will will tell you how to be as a person as long as you're not a woman heaven forfend you're a woman <laughs> jesus christ <laughs> so it's a very apt uh comparison you've drawn there ben well done 
Um, just, you know, your body's fine. Do whatever you want. Just don't be a woman. Fuck. Why would you be a woman? I'm really sorry about men in general. We are just the worst. And other women. Other women could be really catty as well. Just everyone. Everyone needs to mm. fuck off, man. Um, puberty. When was your first pube then, Ben? Oh, yeah. Um... <laughs> It's okay if you don't remember. I would say probably probably about the age of 12. Okay. Do you, do, you re, do you remember finding it or do you remember how it made you feel? I think it was just sort of there. Yeah. You know, like how the, the, on Star Trek they sort of go and they fade in on planets. Just like that. Okay. But over the course of longer. Right. That makes sense. Um, it, it never sort of went like, oh, there it is. It just sort of went, oh, I'm here. Yeah. I. And sat there on its own for a while. How did you feel when you discovered it? Or when you when you realised that it was happening? Or were you completely neutral I don't, towards it? I, I, yeah, I don't think I much cared. Okay. Because, again, to me, that wasn't. Pu- oh, there, there's, there's a pube. Yeah, it wasn't like oh, I'm going through puberty. I'm going to be a ma- oh, it's like, oh, there's a there's yeah. Power Rangers is probably on. <laughs> so that's more interesting. I think I must have been. I'm, I'm at I'm at school at the moment. I've got things. I'm busy. I must have been. Yeah, probably about the same. Probably like maybe a bit later, like thirteen, fourteen, or something. Um. And at that age, you're sort of aware of puberty. You're sort of aware of what aging is. I think, like, we didn't have a great, like, uh, PSHE provision at my school. So, like, some of these things... And also, I wasn't at school much, so who even knows if we did. Um, So I was was aware of these these sort of things, but I didn't really know about them. So I think um, I remember sitting on on the can and uh, looking down over my fat, awful 14-year-old body and and discovering one fully formed, single, solitary, three-inch pube. Um, like, right right in the middle of the mons, like, directly central. Yeah, it, it was, yeah, it was too big. But it was, it was kind of like, you know, curly and stuff. Uh, and there's pubes I wanted to do. Um... And I remember seeing that and, and like sort of staring at it for a few minutes and then realizing, oh, okay, it's happening. And then feeling, um, I'm not ready for a mortgage. <laughs> I don't, I'm not even sure I like girls yet. Like, how am I supposed to settle down? Am I a cat person? <laughs> I can't drive. I'm 14. <laughs> I'm not ready. All right. Um, and then, what are we, 17 years on? Still not sure I'm into girls. Uh, still can't drive. Uh, I got my second pube. Um, that was a big day. Um, yeah, I've come really far. It's one and a half inches long. We discussed it earlier. Yes. Um, yeah, so that, that's the story of my first pube. <laughs> um, related. Um, do you remember your voice breaking? Mm, I don't. I don't think so. Okay. He said in a very high pitched voice. I don't know. <laughs> um, not really. Okay. Like it's. 
I'm sure it happened, and I remember... Yeah, well, quite. I, I remember going through the process of it breaking, mm -hmm. but it never really... No, I did come out one day, like and then all of a sudden I was talking like that. You'd just be talking normally, and every so often you would go... Ah! And I, d I don't feel like an awful lot changed. And yeah, fair enough. <laughs> I don't. You don't really listen to yourself when you're a child. I don't think, as a person, you're so aware of what a voice break is. But I think you. Um, I, I think it's more people's reaction to you that you know, like it's other people like being mean about your voice breaking. Um, so my my brother, he's got uh, four and a half years on me, something like that, um, four and a half years older, and I remember his voice breaking, uh, and it took ages, like a couple months at least. I think it's supposed to take about six weeks, but he's, fe he's felt like it went on. Um, and he was a real twat to me when we were kids, so, um, so I, bu I bullied him. <laughs> When his voice was breaking, because I finally had something over him, and um, and and unfortunately, my parents found that really funny. Um, so basically, he, he got to a point where he said, "When your voice breaks, I'm gonna fucking destroy you. I'm gonna make your life a living hell. I'm gonna I'm gonna think for the next four years of what I'm gonna do to you and what I'm gonna say to you to make your life crappy when your voice starts to break." Okay, that that seems perfectly fair and absolutely in keeping with you as a person Tobias um, <laughs> but then what happened and one of two things must have happened either my my, my voice didn't break my voice changed but it did, I didn't get that awful squeaky transition thing so I was really lucky so either what happened was my voice changed so gradually that no one noticed or it literally happened overnight. Because all I really remember is waking up one morning and having this voice as like a 15 or 16 year old. Uh, I wasn't aware of any transition, no squeaking. And like all of a sudden just... I was just like, mother, I must breakfast. Like, <laughs> I, 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 re I wish it happened overnight, but I don't know if that's... Fetch me toast. Like, go to bed one night. Okay, then I see you, lovely parents. Mother, it's morning. Feed me waffles. <laughs> um, that's, that's the version I choose to believe. And I think Toby just didn't notice. <laughs> so I'm still waiting for he that. He might have forgotten. He might have forgotten. It had been four years. Yeah, like, who can, who can keep track? Um... That's how my voice I do broke. remember shaving my knees because I didn't want to. I was like, you get hairy legs. Yeah. The shins. Yeah. But you don't get hairy thighs. Sure. I suppose I'd never really seen many people's thighs. You don't. You're not like, aware of blokes thighs. Blokes don't really go around no. with their thighs out very often. No, that's true. Hmm. So I just thought, no, you don't get hairy thighs. So I shaved my knees because I'm like, no, nope, ah. below the knee okay. is fine. Anything above the knee. Nope. Above the knee, including the knee. I did shave my legs a couple of times as a teenager just because I didn't like the I didn't like the idea of growing older. I didn't really think about it, I just sort of did it. Um 
Yeah, I, I trimmed my first pube just because I was like, you know, out of curiosity, I tugged on it a little. I was like, oh, that fucking hurts. Better because <laughs> so I and I was just like because it was so <laughs> what very can long I do with and this? so very solitary. I was like, I'm gonna trap that in something. So I just I kind of snipped it off so it was like a couple millimeters long, <laughs> just until he had some friends. I hope you didn't do the same thing to your penis. No, no, there's barely. Oh, it's all alone. There's barely <laughs> anything to cut off. Um, Speaking of the snip, um, I've got some uh, rites of passage from around the world to talk about. I've done so much research. I've got some uh, bits and bobs about different um, rites of passage from around the world. Rites of passage are basically what what we do to welcome um, kids, adolescents, into adulthood. Just, just we kind of tend to mark that point in your life and say you are you are now an adult. Because having to like gradually accrue adult responsibilities is apparently terrifying. So overnight, you better learn to drive, you little prick. Uh, get a job, learn to drive, get a mortgage. Are you gay? Work out if you're gay. Now, go. Um, all of that stuff just tends to be thrown on us. And again, it's... Are you it's a woman? Stop thing. being a woman. You gotta fucking... I swear to God. If you want to earn any money, you better stop being a woman. It sounds like I'm an awful sexist, doesn't it? But this is genuinely advice. Out of context. <laughs> don't don't clip that. No, <laughs> no one clip that. Everybody stop clipping that. Stop it. Yeah. <laughs> we're taking the piss out of the people who are poop. You little bastards. We're not being poop. I'm trying so hard to not be poop. Um, so, so there's some really common... Not really common. There, there's some well-known uh, rites of passage uh, celebrations um, that we know of. So there's uh, Quinceañera. Uh, in Mexico and South America and uh, Latin traditions, which is a girl's 15th birthday, uh, quinceanera. You've got the bar mitzvah and the bat mitzvah uh, in Hebrew tradition, which is close to a boy or girl's 13th birthday. Uh, Rom Springer, fun to say, uh, in Amish tradition, Amish tradition, where 16-year-olds, they go out into the world um, outside of roms. their Amish communities uh, which are famously uh, technophobic. Amish 16-year-olds Amish will go out into the world and they will, um, no strings attached, do literally whatever they want um, for a period of time, and then they get to decide whether or not they want to return to the um, Amish tradition, to their community, and there's no strings attached. And that I actually really like that because... That sounds amazing. Right? But the thing is, like, if you if you've grown up in an Amish community you're you're not going to know what ketamine is much less where to buy it so you're not going to have the full experience of a of a teenager but like i i think that's wonderful that that they're so open and they're so um i i love it when a faith is really really sure that they've nailed it like they're so certain that they've got it right that they're like yeah you can you can go out there you'll come right back here <laughs> I mean, you could always look at it on the flip side that the people being sent out have already been brainwashed to fear everything that they don't know. There so it could that. be an enormously terrifying oh, experience 100%. for them, so they would run back and never go again. It would be like any of us joining an Amish community and then deciding what we do, and then we make a TV show out of it. Because capitalism ruins everything. Yeah. And of course, there's confirmation in the, some Christian denominations at around 14 years of age, which is basically... Um, baptism to electric boogaloo. The reckoning of Jeebus. <laughs> so I've got some um, some interesting 
rites of passage from around the world, from, from different cultures that, that are less well known uh, than the previously mentioned. I, but I think it's really important to say up front that we're not trying to make fun of cultures from around the world. I just think it's, oh, no. I just think it's really cool to know about different cultures from around the world. Um, and I think actually if you find it, if you find these things weird, and they are, objectively... I think that's a good thing because it kind of reminds us that actually, like the the way that we run our societies is um, is just like a really tiny cog in the world. So um, mixing my metaphors there, you know what I mean, though. So I think yeah, it, it's important to talk about this kind of thing. Um, we're not being dicks. We're interested and think these things are worth noting. And that get- noteworthy. That's the word I was after. <laughs> ah, worthy of note. Um, and that just gives me license to be a complete dick about all these things, um, as long as we're clear on that. I think it's really interesting that lots of ancient civilizations, as well as some secluded uh, communities that exist today, they they have these coming of age rituals for boys that include hunting, fighting, some degree of pain endurance for no reason, and then that that's for the boys, and then the girls. Their coming-of-age rituals usually revolve around the first period, and at best, cultures just don't have rituals for girls. That's the best you can hope for, that you're ignored and paid less. So you get to decide, like, which gender has it worse, girls being ignored or having to bear children at 13, or men who are just made to feel pain for no reason. Not, not, that's not my, not my decision. So, yeah, I thought that was quite interesting. So the first one I want to talk about is the the walkabout rituals. Uh, and this is an important part of Aboriginal culture even now. Uh, young boys basically go out there and for a bit. You, ju- you just send them out into the wilderness for a few months. And and the the game is try not to die. That That's the whole thing. You, ju- you just do your best out in the wild... And the the Irish Celts did a very similar thing. Uh, they just send boys out into the wilderness, uh, expecting them to survive, and they would give the boys um, like a couple items to bring back as like a um, deadly deadly scavenger hunt. Um, and you bring back these things to basically prove, yeah, no, I can I can survive. I can follow orders. I can do stuff. And what I find especially interesting about this uh, Celtic tradition is that um, girls were allowed to undertake it as well if they wanted to. Uh, they didn't have to. You had that as an option. But as far as I can see, like literally the only this is from like a day and a half of research, so it's it's by no means like be all and end all. But like um, the only other example of like boys and girls basically being treated equal in terms of the coming of age is the um the bar and bat mitzvah traditions um the jewish traditions where it's just the boy and girl just basically have a big party when they're 13 and that's even like even in uh, western tradition we have sweet 16 parties for girls but boys don't have sweet 16 that would be weird so yeah i just find it really interesting that like hebrew tradition and irish celtic tradition are like as far as I can tell, the only one. And, and even then, with the Celtic tradition, like the girls don't have to. They can. Go nuts, but you don't have to. So that's the kind of uh, walkabout ritual. in Basically, Duke of Edinburgh. It's totally Duke of Edinburgh, or um, as Fishtycuff says, Reading Festival. 
<laughs> the Pumi people of uh, Yunnan, China, and now I reckon two of those I pronounced wrong. I think I nailed China. Not sure about Pumi or Yunnan, but I tried. Uh, the Pumi people of Yunnan, China, have a ritual where 13-year-old girls stand with their right foot in a big bag of fat and their left foot in a big bag of rice. That, that's the tradition. It's, um, it's linked to Tibetan Buddhism, I think, and it's, uh, it ensures future health and wealth. Go on, Ben. How long for? <laughs> you know what? I couldn't find out. I think because like I think that's either really easy or like if it's oh I'll just get in and get out again. Day forty-eight. Like when you wash your feet at the swimming pool to make sure you don't have verrucas or whatever. It's day forty-eight and she's been left out in the rain and now the rice has grown twice the size and we can't see her. Um, <laughs> I was gonna say one one foot is very dry. Yeah, the other <laughs> basically caramelized. <laughs> So it's, I, I don't think it, I think you literally just get in it and then get out. And it, it's not like, a, it's not like a strict festival. It, it seems like it's just an excuse to get the family together, which is quite nice. And th this is my guess. I don't know for sure, but it's supposed to um, ensure health and wealth. My assumption is that sticking your foot in a bowl of, in, in a big bag of rice, that I assume represents health because it's food. And the other foot in fat must mean wealth, because I think in East Asian cultures, like, fat people are supposed to be... That's like a sign it's of wealth, isn't it? So I wonder like if that's like a literal Because it's thing. like, check, it's like, I'm fat, check out how well I must be doing if yes. I am fat. It's, you don't like rock so stars. So that's an attractive you, thing. Yeah, you don't like rock musicians, you like the assumption that these people Sumo are wrestlers. Funny. And it's sumo wrestlers in in uh, East Asia, isn't it? So, um, so my assumption is that's a literal fat is chunky dudes that you're going to marry and be rich, I guess. So that one's really fun. Yeah, I guess that sounds rice between the toes. I'd rather have rice between the toes than animal fat between the toes. Don't judge me. Um, and the last one I've got here um, in the you may have heard this. I think there was like a, a viral video about this quite recently. Um, in the Brazilian Amazon, the Satere Mawe tribe have an incredible ritual for their 13-year-old boys. Have you heard of bullet ants, Ben? I have heard of bullet ants. What do you know about bullet ants, Ben? What I know about bullet ants, Liam, mm. is that the bullet ant, Liam, Hello. is one of the highest rated on the pain scale that that German bloke did, whose name escapes me. Um, you get bitten by one, and it's like being shot. Yes. Uh, I believe the recommendation if you get bitten by a bullet ant is lie down and scream. <laughs> I don't know if it's a bite. There's nothing else to do. I'm not sure if it's a bite or a sting, but um, the the articles I've I found always was, it makes more sense. I always to be imagined a bite. a bite because ants, but yeah. Yeah. But whatever it is they do, um, ben, ben is quite right. The Not only is it one of the most painful insect stings, that we know of, it is the worst, especially considering that the pain lasts at least 12 hours and at most 24 hours. So mm. the worst pain there is for up to a day. 
That's a lot. That's a lot. That's too much. Oh, oh, sorry. This is it's, um, the Schmidt Schmidt Stingpain's scale. Of course, it's a German. Uh, the bullet ant is described. The pain is described as pure, intense, brilliant pain, like walking over flaming charcoal with a three-inch nail embedded in your heel. That's too much. That is too much. At thirteen, these um, Sateri Marway boys. Uh, will search the rainforest for a big pile of bullet ants and they, they sedate them and they, they take them back home and whilst asleep the ants get woven into a pair of gloves such that they're I don't know if it's the stinger or the, the pincher whatever it is that hurts you is facing the inside of the gloves um, and the ceremony is basically when the ants wake up um, that they're real angry because they don't want to be gloves, which is fair, me neither. So naturally they they lash out to whatever is inside of the gloves. So the ceremony involves wearing the gloves for 10 minutes, which is presumably enough time for all of the ants to have a go. And the ants will just just have a have a bloody good try at whatever whatever they can sting. But that's not all. That one thing that I just described, they have to do that twenty times. Twenty times. And over the course of a few months, and that is the ritual. <laughs> There's an Amish guy who's just joined in like out of all the things I could have picked to do, why did I choose this one? Why did I rumspringer in the Brazilian Amazon? That was foolish. <laughs> um, so being able to endure the pain demonstrates a boy's readiness to enter adulthood in some way. That's pretty gross. I don't, I don't mm. love it. Like, fair enough. If that's the culture you have, fair enough. It just kind of brings into, uh, brings into perspective our um, Western tradition of being fingered by the bins outside McDonald's. Um, I'd, ra- I'd rather get fingered by the bins. I think. I would say it's more. Le- I would say it's less traumatizing, but depends yeah. on the McDonald's. Bro- yeah, it definitely does. <laughs> but like, we we don't really have these sort of traditions in in the UK or the USA anymore. Like, we have little things like um, in America, getting your first car is supposed to be a sign, not really a sign of like adulthood, but like a kind of parental acknowledgement that you're allowed to go and be free, I guess. Um, you've got stuff like prom in America as well, and we tried to do prom in the UK, and it's just weird and uncomfortable. So Half the people have spent a lot of money on the dresses. Yes. Other people have gone in what is essentially their school uniform yeah. and a blazer bought from a charity shop. Ah, the classic Ben Pearson look. That's um, what I did because I didn't care. What do you think... If we could invent a good coming-of-age ritual for the UK, let's say East Anglia, we're in charge of the coming-of-age um, ritual for the Fens. Um, or if it's Fens, you should go out into the world and like cut the webbing on your toes, maybe. <laughs> Just so you're no longer bound to the pond that is the Fenland, and you can walk on you can walk on bricks because you don't have webbed feet. It's weird that you said. <laughs> All of that. <laughs> I agree. Fen- Quite. In fact, that's why I said it. I'm trying to be weird. <laughs> because as soon as you said East Anglia and, and the Fens, my brain just sort of went, whoom, 
and I know that this is already an existing thing. Okay, that's good. A sport that some people do. Yeah. But uh, I think we might have even talked about it. I think, um, was it bog diving? Oh, yeah. Where there's you get the little sort of stream that is predominantly mud and plants. And people get a snorkel and they jump in and they swim the length of the stream. Because that's a sport. So that's, why not? Yeah, I guess. Do that. Wow. Yeah, I'm down. I'm down with that. Um, I think we don't really have a lot of like traditions in this part of the world. I don't think like we um, we tend to just lean on the fact that there were Vikings here for a bit. Oh, um, oh! I got a better one. Go on. It's like national service, but not. Mm-hmm. Some people think that everyone should be forced to be was it conscripted into the army for X amount of years? Yeah. Because. It doesn't good. Yeah. I think that people should have to do... Maybe let's go from the age of 21. You have to do two years of retail. Ooh, I or, love it. Or work, work in the service industry. Yeah, nah, that's, I will, that's it. I will allow some people... They could do it over like four years. Because yeah. if they're doing like a master's degree and stuff... Yeah. yeah, you're probably you're probably helping. Yes, but I think everyone should do it because then you will realise that the wait <laughs> the waitress that you're shouting at doesn't run all of McDonald's. Yeah, they they're not in charge of the McNuggets they're out of. If they you also say don't to someone care. in IKEA, nah, sorry, we don't have that. Could you check in the back? They probably don't have to. They work there. You don't. What's, what's bizarre about? the old Kenny check in the back thing is you're, you're in a shop. What's like the number one thing that shops do from the perspective of the shop, Ben, what is it that a shop does? I would say probably sell things, sell things. So if say there's no bread on the shelves, what earthly fucking good would it do for the shop? Whose job it is to sell bread. Why would there be bread in the back? Why would they be hiding bread? Why would they be hiding bread? Why? To what? Why? <laughs> My why? secret bread. To what fucking end, you absolute twat? Like what? Why? Fucking. And no. if you think that that's what happens, shop somewhere else. Because clearly, a shop that's doing that doesn't deserve to be a shop. Yeah. That's not a shop. That's just yeah. hiding bread. They from they don't want gaps in the shelves. Because if something isn't on a shelf, it's real fucking hard to sell. Imagine there being no bread, and someone decides, oh, we'll just have people ask for the bread. They'll come into the shop, they'll ask for the bread. That, in some way, is more convenient than putting it on the shelf where the bread lives. Go fuck yourself. Stop asking people. I'm real angry about this, and I didn't know that about myself. I didn't realise it was going to get this far. <laughs> Me neither. You're right. No. But 100%, yeah, like... Two years in retail, do it. Hang on, I'm just doing some quick maths in my head. Yeah, I think I've done two years in retail. Maybe that's I why think I'm not two a years would be enough to get a lot of people to calm the fuck down. Would you settle for one year at a McDonald's? I've not worked in McDonald's personally. I don't know. I've got to say that, that, for, like, that for, I think you need to have a bit of front of house stuff. I feel like a year in fast food has got to equate to two years in, say, a Sainsbury's. There's probably something that does that. And if you do something like, some... 
if like me for no apparent reason you get a job at an odd bins or something i think you've got to do slightly more because you tend to get less dicks i mean there are no odd bins anymore but like you know what i mean if it's like a Oh, no, I was about to say a Waitrose, but I've got to imagine people that go to Waitrose are much worse than people that go to Sainsbury's. I yeah, would I imagine know, so. I, I think there's got to be like a sliding scale of like what kind of retail work and then what... Yeah, I, I think if you're going to work in a Costa or a McDonald's, I think you can get away with slightly less time is what I'm saying. But no, I completely agree with you. Same with pubs. If you're Same working in a pub. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, I completely agree with you. Uh, my suggestion was going to be, because of, we, live, we live in Cambridgeshire, um, a rite of passage is driving past Geoffrey Archer's house and calling him a dickbag. Um, just, sh- just shouting something at Geoffrey Archer's house as you drive by. That's, a, that's one of my favourite things. Uh, first something. Ta- something! First time I did that, I really felt like a man. Um, yeah. <laughs> Uh, Fishycast had a Norwegian friend and they had a ritual where they go to the pub on the 18th birthday to watch the Premier League and whoever was playing and won on that night they would support for the rest of their lives I quite like that because then that, that's awesome because that I prefer that to say supporting whatever city you grew up in because that's chance you don't get to decide that it's almost got nothing to do with you but like yeah if, if you choose to support the team that won on your 18th birthday I think there's something to that. That's really fun. That's fun. Um, Spicy Chai Bunny used to work in Maplins as it went under. Ugh. Treated like total poo towards the end by customers. Yeah, because... And I, and I remember that. And, like, it... Because I... When Maplins went under, for some reason I was doing a lot... Well, I mean, I was always doing a lot of electronic component ordering for my day job. And, like, it as a customer, it was really frustrating because nothing was in stock. But, like, because I'm not a dickhead, I sort of realised that's got nothing to do with, like, the personnel. That's because something is happening. And there isn't going to be a Maplins in a fortnight, so maybe you don't ruin it for everyone. But, like, mm-hmm. yeah, I can imagine. Oh, yeah, and when people compare it's... it to it's whatever price on Amazon, <laughs> that's why you're going under because of Amazon. <laughs> just go to Amazon, then. If they got it better, you don't have to leave the house. You don't have to put fucking trousers on. Just buy it from Amazon, then, dickhead. Oh man, I'm really upset about all of this. I didn't know. I didn't know it affected me so deeply. <laughs> Shall we move on? This is what always gets me about people, like people shouting at people down the phone. Yeah. This has happened. Stop Bully. shouting at the Bully. this. All this person, they're not. Resp- it's not their fault. All no. they did was answer the phone. Yeah. Yeah. To yeah. some moody. It's not like they prick can, on the end. It's not like they can turn around tap Kevin on the shoulder and was like yeah, you're a real dickhead to some guy in Carlisle last Thursday and now he's on the phone. It's a different building! They won't be there! Who are you angry at? They don't know this person. They don't know you don't know the person. You don't know any of this. Shush! Ben, you right. had a game for me. You had two I games I do have for a me. game for you. I've Is got double game. Double game. You said that you liked the games so I did two of them because I couldn't figure out which one I liked the most. Wicked. Which game is first? Well, I... Do I... Like games. <laughs> I I'm just going to accept that Fishty Cuffs will probably come up with better names for me at the games that I write. Oh, yeah, I think we're kind I've... of relying on that at this point, to be honest. I, I forget to write names for them <laughs> until Liam's halfway through his bit Shall and we... then I just try and make something rhyme. Three stories. I'm going to tell them all. One happened to me. 
so okay three stories one of which actually happened to ben and the other two are real stories the other two are real stories but may not have happened to me well, I mean, they may not be real stories. I can't. I think I stories. came up with it in the working. The other working title I had for this, for my quiz, was "Real or No Real," yeah. <laughs> which was fucking stupid. My first one. I was. I was oh, really Jesus going Christ. somewhere with this. <laughs> passage on back passage. Hmm. <sighs> yeah. I mean, that's <laughs> that's it. That's obviously it. Rite of passage or back passage mass, massage. 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 Rite of passage. I'll say that better. <laughs> rite of passage. Rite of passage or back passage massage. Well done, Fishy. Wow. Now we're all having strokes. Look what you've done. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Rite of passage. Or Sometimes back a back passage, passage massage. massage is a rite of passage. The one that, my first game, yes. I got halfway through uh, coming up with a title for, and it, I think it was really going somewhere, and then I gave up, so I just... So, this first so game the is game called... that The first game that I have done is called, for now, Are You a Coming of Age Sage, or a Fucking Piece of Shit? <laughs> I, I, I mean, excellent work, one. Uh, I think we'll go with rite of passage or back passage. <laughs> Massage. I couldn't think of any good rhymes that would go with it. Piece of shit. How many are there? Sorry to start with. Three. Three, okay. In Vanuatu. Mm-hmm. Um, at the age of ten, to celebrate uh, the birthday of the, of the, uh, the, the boys in the village. In certain parts. Kill a goat. I'm going to have a big feast at the end of this. What they do is they kill a goat. Whilst that's all being prepared, the boys of the village, who are turning ten, have to cover themselves in the blood and have a little swim from where they are. They have to get a reed from the other side of the river and bring it back. And, you know, and do that. Hooray! They are men. They enjoy the lovely feast. In the party of the evening. The river's full of piranhas. <clears throat> ah. Okay. Should have mentioned that as well, really, I guess. So they're, they're covered in blood? They have got the blood of the goat on them. Okay. And they swim, 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 grab a reed, swim, 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 try not to get eaten by the fish. Okay. Or, mm. in Vanuatu, a huge wooden tower up to 90, 100 feet tall is constructed. And then, boys, it is very man centric these coming of age rituals or at least maybe it's just <laughs> the ones that we're focusing on because they're dangerous could be and just just women live longer than men for a reason because we're idiots so they can earn the same amount of money overall ah <laughs> oh, men, men are the worst i'm so sorry um big big tower big big tower um 100 feet high Boys as young as five climb to the top, mm -hmm. tie a vine to their ankles, right, and just fucking yeet themselves <sighs> off. And so just off the top of the tower, just there's, there's not like a bucket of piranhas underneath them. Not a bucket of water. There's there's floor. Okay, uh, where is Vanuatu in the world, geographically speaking? It is in Oceania. Okay. 
It is in the South Pacific Ocean. Okay. I, I'm going to go with the tower. Um, you think the tower is real? I think kids are less likely to survive the piranha thing. That seems overall a lot more dangerous. The Tower of Yeet is correct. It is Good Vanuatu stuff. land diving. Jesus. The whole point is to get as close to smashing your face into the floor as possible without serious injury or death. I've seen videos of this. It's really funny, <laughs> but, but like, also really scary. All right, what's number two? D don't know if I'm going to say this right. Algo Algonquin? Algonquin, yeah. Tribes of North America. Yeah. Um, would be taken to a secluded... The, the boys, of course, yeah. would be taken to a secluded area where they were fed a mixture of plants uh, called... Again, we... We're socken. Christ. We're socken. We're socken, okay. Which would cause them to trip balls Naturally. for three weeks. Jesus. That's too much. That is too much. Right? Wow. Or. Okay. North American tribes. Preteens. Teeny boppers. My mother used to call them. People who weren't quite teenagers yet. Yeah. Um, would eat. Um, hallucinogenic mushrooms and ride the rapids through the mountain foothills. Those who survived were men. Okay. Is... Are either of them symbolic in any way or is it literally just try to live and then you're a man? Um, I would imagine that it's like... Um, uh, so, so the hallucinogens are meant to also have like, they make you forget your childhood, essentially. It's memory loss. It would be getting rid of being a child. You are now man. That is why you okay. have done this. Um, I... I guess the... Who doesn't like riding the rapids? You've seen the pictures from Morton Towers. I think... And this is, this is gonna... This is gonna say a lot about how I learn about the world around me. I think it's the, the tripping story... Because there's an episode of Friends where Chandler references the Algonquin kids table. And I think I think the context within he mentions that is that it, he was in a situation that was really baffling. And it was like being at the Algonquin kids table where now I understand they were fed a bunch of hallucinogens that made them go mad for three weeks. So... And I, I have since never heard anyone reference the Algonquin <laughs> people. Until I think today. This, this may be the only thing of note that they have, as far as <laughs> we are concerned today. Um, so my, that's my guess. Um, so tripping balls for three weeks yeah, instead think... of hallucinogenic rubber, rubber dingy rapids. <laughs> yeah, I think so. Go on. He's doing very well. <gasps> Thank you, yes. Chanandla Bong. Thank you, Mrs. Chanandla Bong. Over a period of 20 days, um, a plant mixture derived from gypsum weed. The um, 
people are eating hallucinogenic mushrooms and riding through the rapids of a mountain foothills. Uh, that's what happens to Jack Black in Tenacious D and the Pick of Destiny. Right, okay. He then sings um, to Bigfoot and becomes a little Bigfoot himself. Ah, good stuff. All right, I'm uh, two for two. I've won, percentage-wise. But uh, let's do the third one for fun. Let's do the third one for fun. Now, I can... Uh, I'm getting... Now, the third one... Don't you dare give me a back passage message. ...is going to be interesting because we've got three options for this. For oh, reasons crikey. that For reasons that you will... Uh, you were of the Spartans from the movie 300... It's Jared Butler and that bloke who played Faramir. Yeah. Um, as you will know, they schooled with fighting mm-hmm. uh, between the ages of 7 and 17. And then when, when they turn 17, uh, they're inducted into a group known as the Cryptia, where over autumn they were granted impunity to kill any slaves that they found. <laughs> And wow. would become, and yeah, would be se- the successful would be serial killers by their 18th birthday. Wow, that's a lot. Uh, this is in Venezuela. Two teenage boys are um, uh, uh, take turns placing their hand into a series of holes in a felled tree stump. Mm-hmm. The stump. Uh, will contain a venomous creature, be a scorpion, spider, snake, we just don't know. Something. Um, first to chicken out or get bitten, loses and or dies and has to try again next year unless they're dead. And our third, our third, Liam, what do you know about bullet ants? Never heard of them. No reason, just asking. Cool. Still don't know. This is why there was three, because originally I was going to do that bullet ant glove thing that you talked about, ah, but yes. you talked about it, so I had a backup one. <laughs> it's, um, it's on well, page one down. of Google, which is why it's here today. Oh. Twice. So yes, ignoring that, we know the glove thing was real. Yeah. Which of the other ones was real as well? I think that based on what I know of um, ancient civilizations having studied uh, classics for a bit. Um, I feel like, although slavery was a big part of their culture and, and slaves were essentially property rather than people, I think they had a bit more respect for them as they were essentially tools. So, like, I don't think... And, and most of what I learned was about, like, ancient Greek and Roman civilization. I, I've got to imagine that Spartans were, were pretty similar in general. Um, so I, I'm going to guess that they, they wouldn't just let people murder their tools. Uh, the same as we wouldn't lend a power drill to someone we don't trust. So or, or, I don't think that's true. And I, I also think that I've heard stories about cultures like shoving hands into tree stumps and like having essentially poison Russian roulette. Um, That sounds familiar to me. So I'm going to go with the tree stump thing. Okay. See, now you would have had three for three, but you've not got that anymore. Because I've added... Because they would do killing. Oh, really? Um, It would be called surf killing. S-E-R-F. Surf killing. 
uh, they would stalk the uh, Laconian countryside with knives, murdering as many as they could before being detected. Oh, okay. The successful uh, were fully-fledged serial killers before their 18th birthday. The failures were whipped. Um, the reason that the other one may have sounded um, familiar to you is that that's the scene from Flash Gordon with Timothy Dalton. Yes. Damn. I got he Flash Gordon confused with real life again. Yeah. Damn it. Happens. Good game, yeah, buddy. Yeah, you got, you, got, you got two out of three. You got two I'm out happy of three. with two. I'll take that. All right, good stuff. Uh, so, so I also have a game. My game is real or no real. I have eight things. Um, I'm going to tell you what the thing is, and you're going to tell me whether or not it's real or fake or true or false or what. yes or no, basically. Real or no real. So number one. Is this a quote from a real book about puberty, or is it a big lie? By real book, I mean something that was published and made available for sales in, oh, I don't know, a Waterstones. Quote, girls have breasts for two reasons. One is to make milk for babies. The other is to make the girl look grown up and attractive. Virtually all breasts can do both things. Is that a real quote or a less real quote? Well, I'll be, I'm glad that it um, uh, made itself clear at the end because I was like, just one boob makes You milk, got one for each. Whilst you got the, the other milk one, titty and the good-looking titty. And the one that makes you look you, grown up. If you and cut one, one of them off, milk. if you cut one we, of them off, you get milk everywhere. If you cut the other one off, you can see the rings and count how old they are. Youth just starts yeah. flooding out. Is that why one's sometimes smaller than the other? Yeah, because they they are older than they are. They're old. Milky. They're, they're milkier than they are old. Wait, or older than they are milky. I have a horrible suspicion that it's. I can see this being in an old book written by a man. Uh, sorry, I'm just writing down. They are older than they are milky. Just so I have something to put on Ben's tombstone. I would, I would be older than Milky if I were dead. Yeah. I, I imagine I can see this being written in a very old book written by a man with a very patient and tired wife. <laughs> yeah, you are, you are absolutely right. That was a real fucking quote from a real fucking book. Guess the year of publication. I'm going to say 1946 or 18, uh, sorry, 1983 if it was America. 2013. <laughs> I know, eight years ago. The book was called Growing Up for Boys. Um, and Osborne Publishing did eventually pull the book from production. But, like, it made it to production. That book exists in the world. You can buy it in second-hand shops. Can you say it now. again? Can you say it again? The quote? Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, girls have breasts for two reasons. One okay, is... let's... I, I, I want to dissect this a little of bit. Of course you Girls do. have breasts. Two reasons. Predominantly true. Yeah, agreed. I, I'm not going to fight you on that one. <laughs> We agree. Uh, ne so, ne next bit. Girls have breasts for two reasons. Mm-hmm. 
One is to make milk for babies. Yes. True. Yes. I mean, if, if the sentence were to be girls have breasts for one reason, to make milk for babies, I think that would be fine. I think, broadly speaking, that's it. Mission accomplished. But I, you, you, I feel that the next bit is predominantly incidental. And it's... The to other make, to is to make, make the girl look... look grown up and attractive. And the clincher for me is that virtually all breasts... I took something out of this line. So it, it virtually all breasts, I think it's um, regardless of, of shape or look or something, 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 can do both. Can do. Virtually. <laughs> But they can. They're just lazy, man. Um, yeah, so that that's a real fucking... <laughs> Damn lazy titties. Lazy titties. Millennial titties. Um, yeah, so that's this whole thing. That is unfortunately true. Published 2013. A man wrote it. Shocking. Um, and then Osborne Publishing did eventually pull that from production. Eventually. You are one for one. Okay. Cool. Um, I'm thrilled. Number two. Is this... <laughs> Ah, poopies. Uh, number two. Is this the title of a real book about puberty or a big lie? Don't Google it, colon. What the internet doesn't want you to know about your testicles. Is that a real book about puberty or a big lie that came out of my brain? I, mean, I cannot believe that that would be a real book, but I can 100% see that as a BuzzFeed article. So you're saying not a book? Number three will amaze you. Because <laughs> you're only meant to have two bollocks. Yes. If you've got Number a third one, you've got to go to the doctor. Go get it checked out. You're going lie, are you? Was, just, was it don't Google it, things the internet won't tell you about your testicles? What the internet, the internet will tell you anything about your testicles, whether you want to know it or not. <laughs> you're going fake, are you? I. Yeah, I'm going to go fake, even though just looking at your face and listening to what you're saying, you're going to go, actually, it was me last week. Yeah, no, I made that up. So you're right. It is fake. Yay! Yeah. <laughs> awesome. Um, good job. Two for two. Uh, I did. I, that was such a funny sentence, but I was like, nah, he's going to know that's fake. Number three. True or false? There's a Spotify exclusive kids podcast about puberty co-hosted by Jeff Goldblum. True or false, there is a Spotify exclusive kids podcast about puberty hosted by Jeff Goldblum. I mean, I want that to be real. Oh, sure. Yeah. Because that is so specific. <laughs> it is. What are you thinking? I mean, like a podcast for kids about puberty. Sure. Makes sense. Spotify exclusive. Bit weird. All right. Spotify do and have a lot Jeff of, Goldblum. Spotify, Spotify do have a lot of exclusive podcasts. Like last podcast on the left is a Spotify exclusive. Um, the 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 dickhead, what's his name? James Corden. No, close. Um, Piers Morgan. No, you wouldn't know him because he's like one of the biggest podcasters. The the arsehole. Don't worry about it. Um, Joe Liam Rogan. Taylor. No, dickhead. Um, Joe Rogan is. Spotify exclusive now, like that—that that is a thing. They're they're throwing money at podcasters to only be on Spotify, um, including including Jeff Goldblum apparently. So, uh, what are you thinking? I think that that's too specific. Like, is it a long-running thing, or is I, it a very small th mini series? That is that is the information that we have available for the purpose of this quiz. 
That's true. Because you went, I don't know, made it up. That would make just yeah. the quiz a lot easier. Well, fuck um, it. It's a year old. 400 episodes. Whatever. I don't care. <laughs> 1.0016 episodes released per day. Yeah. I'm. It can't be true. You are correct. It is. <laughs> it is. I'm, from I'm disappointed. Brain. I know. I want it. Dear Mr. Goldblum. Good job. Three for three. Uh, another quote for you here. Uh, is this, or is this not, the blurb found on the back of a book about puberty? Girls and boys are different. You probably noticed that already. Excuse me. You've probably noticed that already. One thing they have in common is that their parents don't have their best interests in mind when telling them about their bodies, telling them about how their bodies will change when growing up. End quote. Girls and boys are different. You've probably noticed that already. One thing they have in common is that their parents don't have their best interests in mind when telling them about how their bodies will change when growing up. Is that the blurb found on the back of a book about puberty, or is it absolutely not? I mean, I my, my question was going to be, is this a book about puberty? Because if not, if this is some sort of like dystopian mystery, that's, that's cool, isn't it? That weirdly is the first draft of Hunger Games. It felt a bit hung. It felt a bit, you know. The parents don't have the yeah. best interests at heart, where their bodies are going to change. Yeah. Symbion woke up with wings one drizzly Tuesday. Yeah. May the pubes be ever in your favour. Um, real or not real? What do you think? Hey, this this person has trust issues, right? <laughs> yeah, apparently. What happened to them growing up? Um, I feel like this is on just the cusp of. Weird but real. I, I'm going to say real because I feel like it, it's the blurb has to hook you in, doesn't it? That's true. Um, the cover has made you pick the book up. The blurb has got to get you to buy it. That is not true, I'm afraid. Ah, that is boo. that is. Um, I sort of cobbled together several different sources. I read a lot of blurbs about puberty. Um, and, I, and I thought, like, oh, what's going to be, like, a weird but believable twist? And, like, don't believe your parents was the one I chose for some reason. Uh, don't read into that. Um, you're, still do you're still doing really well. You're still doing... Um, well, at this point, you have more points than I did. So yeah. never, never mind that mine has more questions. Um, so, true or false, YouTuber Tom Scar has a series of sex education videos. True or false? Tom Scar has a series of sex education videos. Now, we've uh, tried to get Tom Scar on the show. We have. We sent him um, a hat. He, him. he wears the hat. He does. He's At given least us a, He's given us a strong maybe as a response. I appreciate um, the strong maybe. We got several listeners from his strong maybe. Thank you, Tom Scar. <laughs> But did he we... talk about PPs and VVs on the YouTube? Huh? That's the question. This is the—I know he does a lot. He does do a lot. That's true. And he has a series of them. I mean, a series of them could just be three or four. True. Yeah, I, I think. Like I think twenty. I think three or more is a series. So yeah, he—he's—he's he's not necessarily done a year's worth, but he's done like more than a video. Um. Do you know what? I'm gonna—I'm gonna say yes. You I've got to give one answer, and I hope this true. is true. You are absolutely right. He did. Um, between 2013 and 2015, uh, Tom Scar published three videos about um, puberty, sex, and porn. 
because he had such a terrible time learning about all of that he didn't want other people to go through that so I, i'm not sure if the videos were sponsored or um requested by a health organization or something but he, he did it because he he wanted people to have access to the information that he didn't have um, that's cool i think think we're about the same age as tom scar and, and i can safely say yes. yeah no fair enough Abs yeah good good uh, bang on the money there. I still um, don't know what's going on. I found my second pew and I don't know what to make of it. Um, Casserole. Mm, sad now. Um, question six. You're doing really well. Thank is you. this the title of a real book or is it a big lie? Is this the title of a real book or a big lie? So, you've got a big pussy. Is that a real book, or is it not a real book? Is this book about puberty? <laughs> it's a book. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there's gonna there's gonna be a kids book. There's some kids books with some dodgy names, right? Certainly. Oh, so you've got a big pussy. My pussy goes <laughs> sits in the basket of my bike. There's just a cat. Right, a large that would be cat. the thing. A large, just, cat. it's just a just a large cat. As Fishty Cuff suggested, is... it could be a book on lion taming for kids. There is a book called um, <laughs> How to Live with an Enormous Penis. There's if you accidentally adopt um, too many cats, what to do when you're drowning in puss? Like you know, going to. Say, yes, yes, I think that is a real book. And if it's not, it should be. It's a real book. You are yes. correct. Um, it's a real book, but it's, it's not about puberty, as you correctly uh, ascertained. It's a kid's book from 1981 uh, by Ira Alterman, who I guess didn't think it through. Oh, um, Ira. Um, yep, so you've got a big pussy. It's about a large cat. Number seven, true or false, it is compulsory for inclusive relationships and sex education to be taught in UK secondary schools. True or false, it is compulsory One. for inclusive relationships and sex education to be taught in UK secondary schools. I remember this being a topic of discussion some time ago. Yeah, I believe it was. Yeah. Uh, mostly what we've got on the news now is all just just people coughing and dying and that. Yep. It is hard to keep track of the positive stuff, isn't it? I mean, I think that this should be the case. What do you think, Ben? True or false? Compulsory for inclusive relationships and sex education to be taught in UK secondary <sighs> schools. Uh, it's going to be a 50-50 guess. That is the nature of true or false. I'm going to look on the bright side and say, yes, that is true. It is compulsory for that to be taught in secondary schools. You are correct. Yes. It, it, became, yeah. it became law this year and schools uh, earlier in the year and schools were given until September of this year. So now, now to uh, enact it. Last one. It's all to play for here, considering you've only got one of them wrong. Uh, question eight. 
Is this a title of a book about yes. growing up or is it a big lie? Do you want to just Ooh. go yes before hearing it? No, because you've given me a <laughs> either or. Yeah. Is it a book about growing up or is it a big lie? Charlie Chokes His Chicken. Is it it's, a real book it's, about it's, growing it's up? It's a real book. It's a real book. I've seen it. It is I not. swear. What? No. I... It is one of a series of fucking hilarious fake books created by various no! people. So a single cover was made to look like a real book. They even put like a little um, a dirt mark where like a price sticker would have been. Really good looking fakes, but they are not real. Um, oh no. Other uh, parodies of children's books that you can find on Pinterest include Tiffany spreads her legs and catches crabs, uh, wet beavers looking for wood, and who will toss my salad? Who's gonna do it? Who's gonna do that? You gotta find a guy, I imagine. Well done, Ben. You got six out of eight. Nice. It is nice. Uh, well done. I'm very proud of you. Thank you. Um, I'm very pleased. That was a good game. Thank you very much. Ben, you have another game, I believe. I do got another game, you believe. Bloody hell. I believe it too. It's quite a short one. Mm-hmm. Um... I'm going to tell you three little, t three little stories. They are a paragraph. Small one each. Small one each. You have to figure out which one happened to me. So are these all things that have happened to people? All these things have happened. Not necessarily people you know. Just things that have happened. Sure. Yes. Okay. Right, good. All these things have happened. One of these things has happened to me. Okay. Puberty is difficult anyway. Why? Right, because yeah, it sure. is. Yeah. But I found that swimming lessons around that time was pretty bad. Oh, yeah. Because you've got a lot of stuff going on. Even if you don't feel self-conscious about your body, you feel like maybe you should be because other people are. And you're like, but this you've, is just the thing. You've learned Is shame. it wrong that I'm not? Yeah. You've what learned shame this? at that point. Yeah. And you're wearing a lot less because yes. you're swimming. Sub-ideal. Traditionally, when you go swimming, you're not wearing very much unless it's that lesson where you're wearing pyjamas for reasons that I'm still not 100% clear on. Yeah. All I could ever think of was if you were on a cruise ship at night and it sank. And then you learn to blow your pyjamas up. But I don't wear pyjamas anymore. I'm a risk taker. There you are. So anyway, <laughs> back to the thing. I had bought what I thought was some quite cool shorts for the new, the new swimming part of the year. Sort of like, not like the big baggy ones, um, but not like the little tiny pants either. Yeah. Sort of like somewhere, somewhere in between. I thought this will look cool, this will be good. Um, so what I thought that I'd bought. Turns out what I'd actually bought was a, was a pair of Speedos. Yeah. It's not okay. really something that you can try on or that you'd bother trying on until you're actually at the school swimming pool. Um, yeah. A pair of Speedos that were too small and neon orange. Um, I was the last one out of the changing rooms. Every other student was on the other side of the pool mm -hmm. facing the entrance to 
the changing rooms. Of course, yeah. So I was met by everyone looking and going, ha, 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 ha. I then have to walk all around the whole pool just to get to the rest of the class by myself in the winter. Yeah. When it was really cold. Yeah, it will be. In my tiny little pants. And I nearly fell over twice. Good. Quite, quite embarrassing. Yeah, it will be. Wow. That's harrowing. Also, um, you think that's bad. Uh, in my family, we, you know, some families like just lie to each other. Like yeah. people say, oh, I, there were different shaped what's-its when I was a lad. Yes. What um, shape was your penis? Like a Weetabix. Huh. From Weetabix. the 70s. Wow. Yeah. Oh. Um, They're different shaped Weetabixes in the 70s. They, they were. They were conical. All looked like dicks. <laughs> um, in my family, it was one of those weird things that just sort of... Someone's clearly said it at some point. No one can remember who, but this is now the thing. If someone jumped over your legs yeah. whilst holding hands with someone, you would stop growing. Yeah, okay, yeah. Th- um, so, like, you know, if you were laying on the floor... Don't lay on the floor, someone will jump over you. And there were some quite short men in my family. Um, <laughs> they were like, oh, that's what happened to your uncle to, oh to, to Uncle Jim. What? He's we he jumped over him and he stopped growing. Ridiculous. Incredible. Um We we were always we were young once, we believed this shit. Yeah. Um one day I was being an absolute arse. Yeah. <laughs> I think I was about ten. Um Maybe 11, and yeah, my aunt and my cousin held hands, jumped over my legs, and said, boom, that's it, you ain't growing anymore. I was convinced that this was true. Mm-hmm. I was actually kind of upset, yeah. because I was like, oh no, I'm never going to get taller. Yeah, I will get pubes, and then 18, I will stay exactly the same for the rest of my life, because that's how the world works also. Yeah. Um, yeah. But I, I, yeah, I was convinced that I wasn't going to get any taller um, unless I behaved myself. Again, I think in the way that kids' brains work, like, I can be a dick and Santa won't know as long as mum and dad don't find out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I felt that I was going to be a tiny small boy uh, forever till I was about 12. And I think just before my birthday, they, they undid it. Which I think was just them sort of going, oh, no, all right, it's you can grow now. And okay. then I hit puberty and I became the tall, tall boy that you see just on overnight. your tiny screen now. You just just overnight, shut up. Overgrew no. all your onesies. <laughs> wow. But it, it was uh, like I then just got growing pains and grew up and was not uh, left the same height as I was when I was like 11 years old, which was very, very nice. That's good. That's what you want. <laughs> All right. That is what you want. Excuse me. Stretchy boy. When I was at school, I... uh, 15, 16, um, there was a girl in in one of the other classes who needed a kidney transplant. Uh, She got it. She's fine. Um, It was all cool. But, like, I think we had an assembly and we ended up doing a fundraiser thing for charity for people who need new kidneys and stuff like that or yeah. kid kidney research yeah i don't remember what the charity was called um 
So yeah, we did a fundraising fashion show. Right. Like, I don't know, friends and families and people would come and there would be some students doing a little catwalk in the assembly hall. Oh, isn't this great? Drinks and crisps and stuff. Raise money. Lovely time, very wholesome. And of course, I fancy to go. Of course. Because who wouldn't? It's for a good cause. And it sounded like fun. Yeah. So why would you not have a go? Uh, it was very fun and it was a good cause. Even though I did have to wear very small shorts when it was my turn for my little turn on the catwalk. Mm-hmm. Turn on the catwalk. To do my little turn on the catwalk. They were so very small that I did have some issues with space. Sure. More so than I originally thought. Because as I finished um, my turn, I came back and stepped off the side to realise that one of my testicles was hanging out of the side of my little shorts. Yeah. And had been seen by all the people. For charity. For charity. For charity. But not what they, not what, not that was not what was expected of me. <laughs> no. Um, so, there's two of those stories involve you wearing tiny pants. That is coincidental. <laughs> sure. Um, so, yes, so yes, they do. So, Rogue Testicle is the name of my new band. Just saying. Um, I always get trapped into like playing the odds game with things like this. So I think in all likelihood there's two testicle stories, so it's more likely to be one of the two testicle stories. That's just although I fucking love the leg thing, that's exactly the kind of horse shit that families tell each other and exactly the kind of shit that you believe. Um and I love that you will your reaction was just like, oh well I better behave. Mm, that's never gonna happen. Let's see if I can remove the curse. <laughs> it seems easier than just being a good person for a bit. Um, although, oh no, these are stories of things that have actually happened rather than things that you've made up. Because I was going to say, if the leg thing was true, something about you just tells me that both of the stories you make up would have been about pants. But you didn't make these up. These are things that actually happened. So I'm going to stick with my original theory. I'm going to game theory it, and we're going to go with one of the two pants stories. So it's... Ball Conundrum at the Charity Fashion Show, my other band, and um, <laughs> in Neon Speedo, Try Not to Fall Over and Die at the Swimming Pool. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go with the Fashion Show one, so option three. Just there, There's something about the level of detail in there that makes me feel like it happened to you, like the fact that it was a charity show because of a girl in your class. So now, I've, I've not actually checked with one of the people, if I can say who it is. The... Short legs, not me. Okay. The short legs happened to a cousin of a friend of the show, who I've not checked, <laughs> who's asked not to have their name. Okay. I mean, like it's here. not testicle related, so that's not the end of the world. But fair enough. Let's. Uh... True. I had issues in the swimming pool, Liam. Oh no. I yeah, the fashion show. Was an episode of the Inbetweeners. <laughs> I guess it was. Oh yes, it was. That's why it sounds so familiar. Which did happen 
Everything that happened in the in-betweeners, all of the weird little storylines, actually yeah. happened to the two writers. They just made four characters because they didn't think that anyone would believe that those things happened to that two makes people. perfect sense. And I was really worried that I was like, it's, I think long enough has passed the, that you won't... The thing about the in-betweeners is I watched it when it was a thing. I don't think I've ever re-watched any of it. It's not like... Bob's Burgers or Sharp or House or any of the shows I like that I rewatch because they're really good. In between this is good, but I can't deal with that again. I can't go through the trauma of watching the in between this in because it's just too real. It's just way too real. I think I it, yeah. I can't. So I I I've I've seen that episode and I remember it now, but I can't yeah. I've not seen it repeatedly. But now yeah. Fucking hell. But yeah, you got you got points. No, I don't. You did all right. Well, no, you got fifty percent of points, so you lose, sir. You get nothing. Yeah, I know. <laughs> so let's move on to good news and plugs. I'm going to press the button whilst Ben does a dumb face. The Conversation Hat Podcast. My good news is that beavers are being reintroduced to the UK. <gasps> And beavers are, yeah. beavers are adorable, so this is good news. Uh, beavers went extinct here about 40 years ago, uh, but the UK government, for some reason, believes that beavers will improve biodiversity and reduce flooding. So there you go. If you've ever been flooded out of your home, it's because beavers. Um, do you have good news? I do have a good news. Go on. Um, Swedish firm has delivered the first batch of green steel. This is not steel that is green in hue. Could be. But steel that has been made without the use of any coal. Oh, right, okay. Uh, steel making industry worldwide accounts for 8% of all CO2 emissions. Which is a fair bit. Good stuff. So, you know, getting rid of that. Yeah, yeah. Not a bad thing. Rock and roll. I, I have two plugs because uh, I'm trying to um, I'm trying to be a good boy and plug things that like aren't big corporations making money. Uh, so I've got a big plug and then an independent plug. Uh, big plug. New Suicide Squad is actually pretty good. I know yeah. I've been hurt before, but this one's pretty good. There there is a plot. Things happen. There are character developments. There is tragedy. There's humor. Fucking John Cena's in it. It's pretty good. Um, yeah, I like, and it, and it is funny in like a helpful and good way rather than pew, 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 explosions, boom, titties, whatever. Yeah. It's a good film. Um, yeah, my, my, I've not seen it yet. It's pretty good. I I would encourage you to do so. Um, my other, wait, I want to do a plug before you do your plug because my plug is a big corporation-y thing. Oh, go on then. So we can end it on a nicer one. Yes. My Hero Academia. Oh, yeah? It's really good. Once you've finished watching Demon Slayer, Liam, you sure. should watch My Hero Academia. Okay. It's funny. It's quirky. It's light watching, but then it also sort of punches you now and then. It keeps you on your toes. It's good. It's fun. It's heartwarming, life-affirming, all sorts of firming. That sounded really weird. I like to be affirmed. <laughs> yeah, it's good. Enjoy. Cool. All right, I, I will do that. And now enjoy Liam's plug, which I also endorse. Ben, Ben, have you checked your butthole? 
recently. Yeah. So you may or may not have seen online a chap called Tom Cardi. I'm putting a link in the chat. Uh, Tom mm -hmm. Cardi is a uh, Australian, I believe, musical comedian. He could be Kiwi, not sure. Haven't checked, not relevant. Musical comedian. Uh, recently, like earlier in the year, he came out with a video, uh, Have You Checked Your Butthole on TikTok? It's the funniest shit I've ever seen. Uh, oh, yes. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Have You Checked Your Butthole? He also had a song, Why Am I Anxious? Which was really good. He has a EP, like a mini album, out on Spotify. I dropped a link in the chat. It's incredible. Um, fucking listen, listen to fucking just listen to the whole thing, please. It's incredible. Um, now give us money. Yeah, now we need money. <laughs> I gotta save. If you want to see the sketch that we recorded and spent at least a day on, um, we need like. And might have to do it again. Might just do it again. If if we can get the funds together, we'll have that one unreleased podcast episode. <laughs> Maybe it'll be a Patreon exclusive. I don't know. Um, yeah. Thank you so much for uh, watching, people. I was going to say, people and gentlemen. Not bothered about the women. Why would I be? Women are people, Liam. They just don't get paid as much. Yeah. Yeah, good stuff. Let's leave. <laughs> I'm all for it. <laughs> on, that, on that note. Yeah. Oh, shit. No, I need, I, I, need to, I need to do the outro for the podcast, don't I? I, for, I forgot how this works. <laughs> yeah, it did. Um, I've Spicy Chai Bunny, you are an entity. Yeah, you are. Uh, ben, what's your social? Where are you online? Oh, it's Instagram, Spike, Pearson. Good. Well done. Uh, go look at pictures of Ben at Spike Pearson on Instagram. I am at LT Guitarist on several places, but I really hang out on Twitter. We do these live streams once a month, so if you're watching the live stream, we'll see you in a month. If you're listening to this on a podcast, you can come join the live stream in three weeks. That's how time works. Uh, we also do uh, gaming live streams every now and again. We have a Discord, which is where you can go hang out and um, learn about the world around you or just post stuff that you've made. If you're a person that makes stuff, go post it on Discord so we can look at it. That would be nice. We would like to thank our Patreon supporters and our Twitch subscribers who are the reason this podcast exists, basically. Um, on Patreon, we give supporters uh, early access to episodes and one exclusive single question mini episode every month and you can unlock that for zero dollars. Um, yeah. Zero dollars? One dollar. Ben, what are you doing? Are you milking a lemon? No. Okay, good. Right, that's the podcast. Toodles, people. Bye. Bye.